So it's Mental Health Awareness Week this week and I've been improving my mental health, my mental fitness with a daily practice of breath work. And I'm just doing this habit stacking and bringing in these different tools to be able to practice each day. And I feel like me starting each morning with this helps me manage more and more coming back to a state of security, comfort throughout the day. And I've been creating this mental fitness, a toolkit if you like, so that I can have these special moments where I can align myself and start to work at improving my mind and how my mind works. And that in this episode podcast is about breath. Hello, hello. Hope you beautiful souls are good. It's Tara, the founder of the Made of She podcast. And this week I'm coming at you with an episode about how the way that we breathe can affect our health, essentially. The act of breathing is something that is just so unconscious with many of us that we just, because we do it automatically, you know, innately without even giving it a second thought. And that means that it's something en masse we take for granted. The typical healthy person never thinks about their breathing. And yet the quality of our breathing on average just isn't great, it is actually quite poor. And that in turn has a huge impact on our health and well-being and our ability to be resilient, strong beings in life. So yeah, I wanna talk about that and I wanna talk about how you can measure your breath and do work with the breath to improve not only how you breathe, the way in which you breathe, um, but to give you breathwork techniques in order to help you regenerate and, and transform your overall health and well-being, mental clarity, and so much more. The Made of She Academy is back with yet more inspiring content to help you women listening on your respective journeys of self-healing and self-development. If you're serious about improving your life, soul and mind, then don't just tune into this podcast, enroll onto one of my online courses or workshops, or read more about the women's events and retreats I host and co-host around the world. What else is happening is that MOS Travel is also expanding. This is my bespoke independent travel concierge that all listeners are welcome to make full use of. If you're planning on going away and that's a service you think you might need, then head on over to mostravel.co and book in your free consultation now. We work with all destinations and budgets in mind. Are you ready to get into this podcast episode? Let's begin. Okay, so when I normally record my podcast, I say what I want to say on notes so I speak and let it translate and type. And then I record whilst reading back my notes, unless I go off tangent like now, and I just add in a little bit of flavor, color, whatever. Um, so what I'm trying to say is, as I'm translating, I may make some mistakes, I may have to re-record, bear with me, but it is all authentic. It's all coming from me to you as a channeled form of inspiration and wisdom. So just want to start by talking you through a little bit more about my journey with breath and breath work because unknowingly I was walking around with a really dysfunctional breathing pattern is all I can kind of amount it to and you know that's something that's really common as I said before but it was associated with 
personally in my life, my headaches, my lack of clarity and concentration, you know, you know, when you've got that fatigue and you've got brain fog and you just can't get through the day because you don't know what's going on and, and just a really warped sense of reality, um, headaches, all of these little things that were cropping up in my life were directly linked to my breath. And so, yeah, in adulthood, deciding to step into my 30s consciously, knowingly wanting to improve my health and well-being and, you know, being determined to improve my self-awareness, my self-connection and self-care practices, coming back home to the self and, and doing the healing work has been utmost priority for me since turning 30. And really from that point in time, it, it made me realise that I needed to become aware of my breathing again. And I really needed to do that in order to enhance my health. And um, I can safely say that doing the work has already improved my life in so many unexpected ways. I don't know if he's still doing this, but there's a guy who has a channel on Instagram called BreathPod. I think his name's Stephen. I want to say it's Stephen, but I don't know. And I used to take part in his lives on Instagram every morning on my way to work. And I'd, I'd tune in and he would walk you through a really impactful but easy breathwork exercise and practice. And he would bring forth such an amazing, accessible unintimidating energy for anybody and everybody who wants to tune in around the world at that time and he'd have great music and it'd be so powerful wherein you'd come out of the session and you yourself would have increased energy you would feel so vitalized and you can physically feel the cells in your body regenerated oxygenated energized fueled whatever yeah you know I was going on that commute even as up up until you know two weeks ago not not really that long at all but I was going on that commute having just rolled out of bed in the morning having quite a poor morning ritual and routine half asleep groggy uh certainly in the kind of frame of mind where melatonin is still in my body I'm, I'm still in a in a rest state and you know not fully awakened so quite zombified yeah by the time I got to work I was able to function I felt so good in myself I felt like my nervous system was restored and energized and relaxed and you know the more I did this kind of work the more I began to realize the way in which we breathe can really influence whether we're living in a state of stress you know, a response pattern of fear or a response of a pattern of anger, anxiety, angst, or whether we're relaxed and in a state of ease. And it's kind of funny, really, because I was thinking about this even, even deeper to myself, and it makes total sense, because I know that when you're stressed, when you're in those kind of triggered fear response patterns, those more reactive states of being, you hold your breath or your breath is quickened and more shallow and it's strained. I think that's the body's way of just working through perceived threat in that moment, you know, because you're in a state of fight or flight. It's a response pattern in reaction to whatever is the trigger, whatever is stressful or traumatic for you in that moment, whether it's, you know, 
overhanging deadlines at work or you know an argument that you've had with your partner but anything that can fire up that response also in turn has an impact on on the breath the quality of breath um so it made loads of sense to me and I'm not a doctor but something else that I wanted to add on to that is just to say and don't quote me I think it's the body's way of when you're in that fight and flight of protecting vital organs so in one sense, you know, you're, you've got adrenaline coursing through your body, your heart rate increases, your breath quickens, the pace changes, giving you energy in that moment to respond to whatever trigger and situations going on, even if that response is freeze. But also it's a way how I see it, having done my yoga teacher training and, and how my understanding of the body and, and that central nervous system works is that it a response pattern that really helps preserve and protect vital organs as well. So by allowing less oxygen to flow through, the reserves that are in your body are being kept, which can kind of prolong life and breath, if, if that makes sense as well. So it's quite interesting how the body works. Um, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know whether that last bit is scientifically accurate, but it's a thought that I just had and wanted to <laughs> translate. Anyway, I'm going to talk more about breathing in a second. One final point that I wanted to touch on was how balance with breathing kind of came into my periphery and how I started incorporating it into my life as a ritual. I was exposed to breathing exercises as a kid. Now, I've spoken about this quite a lot through my podcast and my journey on social media. I had to go to therapy as a child when I was in primary school. So we're talking seven, eight, nine, no more than 10. I did it for a few years and I was, I was that kind of age, as I said. And it was a form of anger management wherein I had to have this one-to-one session with a therapist and I did kind of kundalini yoga, working with breath, but it was yoga nidra, it was meditation, it was lying down with a blanket, really restorative, listening to whale music, and then it was also breath work, and going deeper with those practices to be able to manage my emotions and do a bit of release work and repatterning that I was unable to do on my own because I was a child, but for the stress and trauma that I was going through at that period of time. So really effective for a child that can't self-regulate. Doing that from such a young age meant that I started becoming aware of breathing patterns. Not to the kind of extent that I have knowledge now or that I know about it now, but just in the way that it got me to a place where I could pay attention to the rhythms of my body and the quality of breath. And so I could understand what was going on when I was breathing more shallowly or when I had tightness in my chest, you know, that holding of breath that I mentioned before. And it was good because it taught me how to breathe more fluently and and fluidly and slowly and really concentrate on the inhalation, focusing on, you know, the length of time that I was breathing, the elongation of the breath, and the release that was coming to me on the exhalation, and just finding a more relaxed state of of being and doing things. And like I said, you know, 
counting for a couple of seconds as you breathe in and out, like a, a form of box breath, was how the practice came about for me. And of course, you know, as we do when we're children, we learn things, we're taught things, we have things incorporated in, into our day to day. And then at some point in life, that work is all undone, untangled, and you have to kind of consciously work your way back, repattern, repair, re reincorporate, reparent, bring in those lessons and those principles and practices again into our lives. And yeah, that's that's something that I've been reaping the benefits of all throughout my life. But I would say specifically, it's only really now that I've had to learn how to go into it extensively and really kind of prioritize it, see it as an important practice for health and well-being, see it as something that I need to incorporate in my everyday again. And, and that's how and when I came across Stephen's breath pod. And that's why I started taking part in it every day, because I was like, oh, like I did a session and I was like, oh, I know this feeling. I've been here before. I know that this is great for me. I know that I really enjoy this. For 2023, I have a new brand, Omtara Yoga, where I'm going to be offering you a slow and steady sunrise practice carved out to help you regain balance in yourself, reach for deeper clarity and improve productivity for transitioning into your day every Wednesday, 7.15am. Come and join me. As much as I love movement and all those other modalities, the yoga, the singing, those other forms of expression, breath is so healing for me. I know this. So why not tap into this again? And that was the kind of dialogue that I had. So I started tuning into the breath pod. Don't know how I found him on Instagram, but tuning in a couple of years ago and then making it part of a ritual, habitual morning routine. And so coming back to the idea of breathing, how unconscious it is, it's so interesting to me that we're not really aware of it and we're not taught about it typically as a form of practice from being young. Aside from myself, who I think is an anomaly, we're not taught how to breathe consciously for health, for greater health and well-being. The reason I find it interesting is because we have these practices in place for children in the education system at home, whatever, with washing hands or brushing teeth. And, you know, you do the activity, you're counting along, you're rewarded, you're taught the benefits of, you know, going along for that length of time through that song, happy birthday, whatever it is. But we're not, that's never applied to breath. We're never taught how to do that as a form of practice with breath work. How amazing would that be to help kids regulate and calm down in situations where they are in a state of fear response? I think it's a really essential part of education because if you consider the kids that grow up with dysfunctional breathing patterns where they're dysregulated and where they are detached from themselves, they don't really know innately what's going on with the body or, or how to kind of understand and assess what's going on to bring themselves back to a state of calm and ease. For those children, they grow up into the adults that are operating with a poor mental state that are operating not from a high state of being but more low vibrational where they're not in touch with their optimal health and um, I don't know how to translate it in any other way 
if we're not living at the optimal, if we're not living for our highest selves and, you know, at the highest state of being, then we're not fully living, surely. We're not living at our full potential, at our maximum. And possibly all of this residual stress, all of this poor breathing is why we're not living that long or having good quality life, period. You know, just in the same way that if you're not moving and you're allowing residual emotions, traumas, stresses, life experience to build up and reside in the body, how that manifests in physical ailments and illnesses, cancers even. Same with breath. Same with breath. You're not clearing energy. You're not bringing in new energy. You're not letting chi, life force energy, circulate through the body. So if you are someone that wants to start consciously breathing and you want to have a more powerful impact and effect on your life, a more positive impact on your nervous system, then there are so many incredible ways that are really quick, that are really easy, that you can start to slow yourself down and and reset your system and work with your systems to be able to regulate. You know, I could reel off quite a few forms of breath work, pranayama practices. I did mention box breathing already, actually. That is a key one where you breathe in for a count of, let's say, five And then at the top of your breath, you hold for five. And then you breathe out for the count of five. And then you box it off, whereby at the bottom of the breath, you hold for five. So if you imagine a square shape, all equal in counts, five, 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 five. And uh, it's a simple breathwork tool. And it can be done anytime, anywhere. And also that is the beauty of breath, you know, right? We can, we do it continually to stay alive anyway. So we can literally tap into this work at any point throughout our day. You know, it's not like movement. It's not like a form of dance or yoga where you need to carve time out of your day to practice and go into flow. This is something that can be done fluidly, easily, subtly with yourself, with anyone in public, at home, literally anywhere because it's so instinctive and and natural to us anyway. And, you know, once you start doing stuff with the breath consciously, it really doesn't take much for you to come away and and start feeling that increased energy and, and for you to start seeing those results. I say energy, that's all that breath is. When you really boil it down and you look at it in its very essence, breath is energy. It's energy, it's oxygen. It's an incredible thing. It's a life force energy or chi prana that is oxygenate that's oxygenated and just as a quick aside i work in wellness travel i sell holistic and medical retreats around the world so i work with lots of healers and and therapists and and practitioners medical experts and there's this one breath coach who made comment on a blog that the company posted saying that amazingly we get 70 percent of our energy from breath how amazing is that How amazing and crucial is that to know? And I feel like breathwork is not only something that gives us our life, I also think that when you practice it, it's a really, really spiritual thing because you practice and you can transcend and expand and find new discovery. You're just opened up in ways that you can't even comprehend. It's hard to even translate as I'm speaking now. 
But it's a really, really, really lovely practice. So for anybody who is spiritually inclined or attuned or even curious, I feel like you need to tap into breath. I feel like if you want to learn more about spiritual experiences or the modality of breath work as a form of practice, healing practice, expanding practice, then maybe your initiation starts somewhere like with the breath pod with Stephen. It's a great start because it's tangible, it's accessible, it's on Instagram, so you don't have to pay. And he does so many sessions for free as well. And he does some in-person ones. He did one about a month ago in London, in East London. I would say start there or, you know, not even a hard sell. Come to my yoga class. Come to a flow that I do online. I start all of my flows off with breathwork and meditation. And that's before we go into any form of of dynamic vinyasa flow or movement. And I do that purposely, strategically, incorporating different types of breath work, you know, um, diaphragmatic breathing. I do nostril prana. And um, I do it to help regulate the students that I have in class, as well as myself, who, much like each other, on average tend to have poor breathing habits. And we have poor breathing habits because, like I said before, suppressed emotions, suppressed trauma, general life experience, lack of knowledge of how to breathe properly, which sounds ironic because, you know, we do it so naturally. But some of us don't know how to breathe. Some of us don't have a clue how to breathe. It wasn't until I got onto my yoga class where I really understood diaphragmatic breathing and you know, inverted commas, the correct way to breathe as opposed to the incorrect way, which I was doing, which is more stressful for my nervous system. So yeah, I I do that purposely in my yoga classes and I invite anybody listening to come and join onto that just to get a taster of what breath work entails and how important it is and how you end up leaving feeling so much better. I do those two things and I also do a mantra So I do an OM mantra just so that the energy that we're talking about that's cultivated with breath, that is breath, can flow. Can flow in currents in and out of the body, around the body, just to help all students, all participants receive that new energy and receive life force. And coming together as a collective to do that is is so powerful as well. Like I mentioned, this spiritual transcendence it's um it's an experience that you really want to try and i invite you to do that online you can come to an in person class as well you really feel the vibrations it's incredible for anybody that's ever done any form of pranayama as well as mantra you will fully understand what i'm talking about here when i say the energy is is palpable so yeah this is a short podcast episode, possibly gone off on a little tangent, but it's about breath. I'm going to end it here, but I feel like in the immediate, what you can do for your breath, even if you can right now as you're listening, just find a moment to slow down and just try and tune in. Try and listen to your breath and um, notice your breath. And it might be the first time that you're ever sitting with yourself and noticing your breath but just tune into the sensations in the body. Listen as the air moves through your nostrils as you breathe in and, 
you know, feel the sensations as it moves through the body towards the lungs. Notice the temperature of the breath and the sound of the breath. Observe all the sensations as you continually breathe in and as you exhale. Feel the incredible warmth of the breath on the exhale as it passes through the nostrils. And as you really start to tune into the sounds, maybe you can make some associations. I always think of breath when I really tune in and I'm making noise. It's quite oceanic. It reminds me of the ocean. It reminds me of the waves coming in and out of the shore. And I also invite you as you're sat with this breath and as you're really starting to pay attention to what you do naturally, without force. See if you can start to identify and question your patterns, the patterns within you. Noticing whether it's quick, shallow, is it elongated? Does it come with ease? Is there tension? Maybe you can ask yourself a few questions. Maybe there's something that you need to do to alter and change in relation to your breath. Maybe you're questioning, do I have any stress, any tightness, any tension in my body? If so, what does that feel like? And see if you can work with the breath as well. As you inhale, see if you can feel a sense of light. Even if you're doing a visualization, imagine the bright light of the sun. As you inhale, you're breathing in all that radiant, warm light and energy. You're allowing it to move through the body to all the parts of you that feel tight and stressed. Feel the tingling sensations and the warmth be carried around the body with breath. And then as you exhale, really use that exhale to sigh out any of that tension, any of that dormant stress and energy that is not going to serve you in your day that you want to release or need to release. Maybe the exhale is, you know, a sigh of release and energy. Or if you're in a safe enough space and you don't feel self-conscious, maybe take that one step deeper. Maybe on your next exhale, it's a little bit more vocalized. Maybe you want to do something like a, Ah. <laughs> what does that feel like if you vocalize it? What emotions are you releasing in that process? Yeah, I invite you to explore and experiment with this and, and have fun with it, importantly. Just observe what's going on internally, but see where the journey takes you. And once you sit with it for a few minutes, I absolutely guarantee you that you will come away feeling lighter, brighter, more energized, and actually more at ease, more content. I hope this helps. Have a beautiful, bright, wonderful day wherever you are. I will see you on the next episode very soon.
that's it another podcast episode done and in the bank for made of she a huge shout out to my followers and friends on this journey with me and of course don't forget this space is your space to tap into the power of self-love and your own healing wisdom together we gain strength and we remove any lack doubt trauma that's stored within us highest vibrations beautiful soul enjoy